0: question we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit. I always want to say just say yes to spirit. My name is Leslie. And I'm Tracy. Welcome. (laughs) So glad you joined us today. Why do I want to say just say yes to spirit? Is it the Nike ad? Am I so consumed with advertising? Or is there some deeper spiritual meaning? Just say yes. Like just say yes. Go ahead. See what happens. Try it out. I never try to Figure out why you say anything <laughs> or do anything. How my mind work. Exactly. That is dangerous territory. Well, we are very glad you joined us today. If this is your first time listening to Say Yes to Spirit, we pick a, a random topic each week, things that might seem to have a spiritual fit, things that might not, and we spend an hour kind of pondering them, seeing how the concept of the question what would this be like if I said yes to spirit, how that plays out in our daily moment-to-moment experiences, kind of taking spirituality into the human experience. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Okay, we'll have to go back and listen to the archive and and see what you said that you like. Taking spirituality into the human experience. That's really good. You say a lot of really good things. Man, but rarely do they stop me in my own (laughs) tracks So uh what's our theme for today? So today we're we're talking about reunions. And and I immediately thought about reunion with myself, but you know, first we have to connect the dots. Ooh, oh, you know yeah. reunion with yourself. Yes, I can't wait to yes. do that. But so, so we uh we have a bit of a tradition on say yes the spirit of connecting the dots from the old topic last week. We have theme music. <laughs> And now it's time for <laughs> Connect the Dots, Leslie's favorite part of the show. That really does uh, does make me smile, but I'm a cheap smile. So, um, anyway, reunions and purpose. Reunions and purpose. There you go. It's like I have to get into a zen-like state of mind. Connect, oh, come on. Connecting of the dots. No, I'm, is there an obvious one that I'm missing? I don't really get Go ahead. Go ahead. I've been really good at it for three or four weeks. My self-esteem is back. I can give you one. Go ahead. <laughs> well, when we talk about what is our purpose and our purpose for being, a reunion, to me, has lots of connected dots. Like? Like? What you said even before we started it, which is why I started the theme music, that sometimes we have a reunion with ourselves, reconnecting the purpose, mm-hmm. but also that we regularly reconnect or have reunions with people who are important to us or who represent an important phase of our life that helped helped us find our purpose or that created our purpose or that helped us fulfill our purpose. Because, like, even when I think about the high school reunion I went to, ooh or the high school reunions I've gone to, it's like, oh, it reminds me that even when I was 16, there was some part of my purpose beginning to unfold, beginning to Ooh. express. And, you know, I have to admit, when I talk to some of the people who don't seem to have a purpose, even it's 40 years later, <laughs> or 20 years later, or 30 years later, it does make me feel kind of good that, oh, I really have a purpose <laughs> for my life. My sailboat is going in one direction fairly steadily, if not, you know, at like least around it, in circle At least it has moved from where it was yes, right. at 18. Um, you know, so I don't know. It, does I you, like that. that trigger anything for you? I think that's good. No, I, you know, it really, it, that makes perfect sense, but it triggers nothing further. Okay. Okay, then. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about our theme today, which is break Tracy's I hear you say you actually went to a high school reunion I have been to three high school reunions oh my goodness you know I don't even open those envelopes you mean they know how to find you oh yeah I'm very easy to find (laughs) well they find my mother she's in the same house I grew up with and mother diligently collects my mail uh, and gives it to me well it's funny because I've moved several times since high school and they probably would not be able, well, now they'd be able to find me if they Googled me on the Internet. But, you know, that's just in the last, what, eight or nine years, ten years. So they would not probably have been able to find me, um, except that I stayed in touch with the woman who was my best friend in high school. No way. And she is one of the main organizers of all the reunions. And so she's always like know where I was, and, oh, and nice. she will add me to the list, but I admit, I never had any desire to go. The first one I went to was either 25 or 30 years, huh. maybe the 25-year reunion. It was, I mean, it was either the 25-year or the 30-year reunion, and every five years before then when it would be reunion, I'd be like, hey, I will I will contribute $50 to the you know fundraising effort, but I am not coming. So, the reunions every five years? Um, mm-hmm. One of the, yes, yeah, a lot of the classes from my high school have um, reunions. They had, you know, a five-year, 10-year, 15-year. Um, every five years. Yeah, every five years. Um, and so when you walk in that that first one, what was that? Yeah, after 25 or 30 years. By definition of reunions. Did it feel? Well, we should probably stop and define the word reunion. When you hear the word reunion, what it, what do you think? Emotion? Does it conjure up for you? Emotion? Yes. Something called emotion. <laughs> are you familiar with that concept? Emotion? I don't, I don't think it conjures. <laughs> I'm just sitting Did here it thinking. It. thinking of it. It doesn't conjure up an emotion. Really? The word reunion? Yeah. Wow, I think of, I used to go to the airport back in the day when you could sit at the gates. Yeah. And I would sit and I would watch people come off the planes and have that moment of reunion and Uh, that hug and that, yay, I love you, I missed you. I love watching that. Yeah, that's very that's nice. Warm and yeah, and that's funny that that never crossed my mind <laughs> until you saw it. But, but do I have that reaction just with the word? Word, no. no. What do you have as a word? reaction to the word? I don't. It's just a word. <laughs> like chair. Yeah. I really have a. I think I have an emotional have a connection to every word. Yeah. So when you ask the question, so obviously uh-huh. you must have an emotional Yeah, reaction. it's like oh, it's like ooh, yay. Hmm. Ah, yeah. It's all those things. The word yeah. It. yeah. Oh. It's all good. union's all good. That's why you haven't ever been to a high school reunion. <laughs> I want to avoid that all good feeling at all costs, right? Or uh, no, thinking that it wouldn't be that. So you. Don't oh, to know. is that it? I'm just curious. I don't know. Does your When you were growing up, or, or even now, does your family have family reunions? Oh, with yes. people from all over the country or the world? Yes. Both sides of the family. My mother's family, we had um, family reunions four times a year because they were fairly all in the state of Texas, like Houston, Sherman, you know, within a five-hour drive of each other. So we would be Mother's Day, Fourth of July, Christmas and my grandmother's birthday. So pretty much every third or fourth month we would get together, all the cousins. And I think I was about 27 or 28 before I offered up the idea to my mother that I might not go to the 4th of July celebration. And you would have thought I had shot her in the head with a real gun. I mean, you know, that was just the worst possible thing to even suggest that I wouldn't be going to one of the family reunions. Now that's interesting because when I was growing up, um I don't know that we have the well we have the largest house on my mother's side of the you know of the family members who were my aunts and uncles and stuff on my mother's side. I don't think that was the case when I think back now uh, on my dad's side. <clears throat> but on holidays, mm-hmm. um not all of the holidays, but many of the holidays It was typical for people to come to our house. Mm. I never ever thought of that as a reunion. I thought I think of that when I think back as holiday craziness. (laughs) I mean, you know, because the it it, often it was a Sunday, like Easter Mm. or Mm -hmm. something like that, Um, and there was you know a frenetic madness in the twenty four hours before because even right. though people were coming and you knew that there was no cleaning of the house or organizing anything until, you know, twelve hours before. And so, you know, I I it's funny, I just never thought of that as a reunion. I uh-huh. when I hear a reunion like family reunion, uh-huh. I think of, you know, you all go meet at somebody's Big, huge house that's out in the country or something, and you have picnics and you have talent shows, and you oh, have people um, come from all over mm-hmm. everywhere, and it's, you know, a couple days. and Or nowadays, many family reunions are at hotels. Because, right, resorts. or Right, or on a cruise together, mm-hmm. it's a destination event. Um, but also because so many people don't live in the same city anymore, right. whereas when I was growing up, you know, you'd have your family reunions in the city or town either where the grandparents were Right. and everybody would go to them or you would have it. Um, everybody lived. The majority of people lived in one city, mm-hmm. and so you would bring the people who didn't live in that city would come to town. But there would be ten different relatives they could stay with, cause so it only you know, be four or five of them and twenty that lived in the city. So now it's hotels. You were thinking family gathering, different than family reunion, maybe. I was thinking holiday madness. <laughs> But, but, yes, I was just thinking that people who happen to be related mm-hmm. kind of getting together, and it never, ever crossed my mind to think of that in the context of a reunion. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. To mean, a reunion's again. a bigger yeah. event, but coming together four times a year couldn't be a big event. Oh, my any. goodness, we considered it a family reunion. And now that we've identified that it's a neutral word to you, then you didn't have any kind of feeling going back to the 25th. You didn't have any kind of expectation. Tracy's favorite thing. Yes. But you walked in and had this, oh, there's Sally too, feeling. No, I have more of a, um, it wasn't terror. It wasn't. It was just, it wasn't a, it was a, I'm not going to know any of these people. The only person I'm going to recognize is my friend Rita, whose birthday is today, actually. Wow. And who, uh, so no wonder that this would come up and her name would come up. Happy birthday, Rita, yay. Um, That's cute. But, um, you know, I really... But it's gonna be interesting. That that was the emotion. Like I'm going on an adventure here. Curiosity. And I'm I don't expect to recognize anyone. If I do, it'll be great. I don't expect anybody to recognize me. If they do, that'll be great. But I'm going, and and we'll see what happens. So yeah, it, it wasn't an emotional. I'm so excited! Yeah, oh, this is gonna be great! great. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it wasn't that, and yeah. it also wasn't. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this. Or I hate doing this. So I'm not gonna like these people. You know, it was just it was really a sense of adventure. And I and I and I'm recalling a few weeks ago the the, the great um, disclosure you made, saying that you were. Cheerleader in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I was. And so, so, see, that image then makes me think you do a lot of people, you see. I did. Yes, yes. I did. So, see, that would just just incline me to think more that there was some hidden excitement, but there was none. I can't, none. You're not going to. No, there really was No. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Um, I wanted to go, but, you know, I had not wanted to go for uh-huh. twenty five or thirty years, whatever it was. um then after the show when I can stop and think, I, I now I'm like, was it twenty five year reunion or thirty year reunion? Which one was it? <laughs> um but to do the this math no emotion I geez. would have to, right. <laughs> and you know, I will tell you though, um a few years before that, when my dad died And I was, I was quote-unquote home. I was in St. Louis where I grew up um, for a week, almost a week. And my friend, Rita, who I referred to already, she got together a group of people. So, you know, I was going to be home for several days. And after the funeral, not that day, but... The next day or the day after, she got together a group of about eight people from high school mm-hmm. who knew me from high school. None of whom had seen me since probably college, you know, my early 20s. And, um, and, you know, this was almost 20 years later. And they came. She had like a little gathering, right. and they came. Really, they came because she asked them, uh-huh. and a couple of them came because they were curious about what happened, whatever happened to Tracy Brown, and what is what might she look like now. But when she, when Rita told them that I was in town because my dad had died, and you know, to get together for to do something a little fun, um, that. I think, was probably the biggest factor that made me go to that next reunion. Because so you maybe enjoyed maybe. that? Well, I was moved by it. I was moved by it that, because I don't know if I would have done that for somebody I hadn't seen since high school <laughs> who, who <laughs> I, you know. That is very big of you to say that. I I, I, I don't know if I, I would have made time, <laughs> right? you know, right. to do that just because, someone else asked me. Now I wouldn't have been mad about it, but I don't know that I would have chosen right. to do that. Um and so because of that and the people who came and so there were a few people I had seen oh, right, you know a few years people. earlier who are, I you know still didn't know if I'd recognize them or if they'd be there. But yeah, it was just really um that that moved me and that felt more like a reunion than the reunion, you know, weekend. The big the big event. Yeah. Although it was really fun. Now I, I will say that. I had a really good time and um Well you went back. That's why you been back Well and then five years right. later yeah, I went I went back. So it was really great. Now last year I went and it wasn't so much fun. So last year was forty I guess. Yeah, last year was last summer. Last year this time, in fact, in August. Um, and I was really very bored. (laughs) Well, isn't that interesting? I was, I, I went, um. Did you have an expectation or something? I don't, well, no, not really. But I, you know, it was an adventure. It was, let's go. Oh, it would be nice to see a few people who I knew I'd recognize this time. um, and the whole idea that you've been out of high school how long, and you know, and you're still alive. And when you were in high school, you couldn't imagine, you know, forty years later. Um, and so yeah, it is an interesting concept. There must be some human need to reconnect because there's so much about. That that we do in terms of high school reunions, college reunions, family reunions, and I'm thinking for for a while I had a little part time job, mm-hmm. and uh, we took pictures at reunions, and the energy <laughs> of that it was really electrifying, and I I know I I can't really say why I've not been to a reunion because I just have the biggest smile of the idea. And and people, yeah, they're like, oh, it's going to be my 25th reunion Um, in six months. I need to lose 10 pounds. Or, oh, (laughs) I need to, you know, I'm shopping for what I'm going to wear at the high school reunion. Oh, yeah, when is it? Oh, it's, you know, it's in June. Wait, it's like November now. And you're shopping all day. Yeah, so I agree with you. There There has to be some kind of connection. So, let's take a little break, and then we come back, let's talk about other kinds of reunions than high school reunions and see what does reunion have to do with saying yes to spirit. And our theme today is reunion. Reunion is something other than a family, high school, or what's the other one? College. You know, when I said the idea of reunion with myself. yeah, That kind of came to me when I first saw the topic this morning. I thought, reunion? You know, I have gone in and out of reunion with myself. In the last few months, and I think that that has to do with sort of a reconnecting and a disconnecting, a repetitive pattern of connecting and not connecting with spirit within. And so there seems to be a reunion feeling, sort of an excitement. So, oh, yay, I'm back, I'm back, welcome home. Um, when I'm in reunion with the truth of who I am. And then when I'm disconnected or separate from Spirit or God or the truth of who I am, then in a strange way that creates the space for the reunion to happen. Well, yeah, you can't reunite <laughs> if there has been no separation. Right. No distance. Uh-huh. No distance uh, placed between two things, two people, two situations. And I wonder if I've become one of those dysfunctional couples that, you know, they fight just so they can (laughs) make-up. Because the make-up is so fabulous that, you know, they actually on some level create the fight so they can have that that sense of, you know, really intense make-up time. You're sick. (laughs) I mean, I agree with you. you're You're just experiencing that? I I agree with you that couples, there are couples who do that, and yes. I agree that that would be dysfunctional. <laughs> but there is something about that, that whole reunion with myself that, that I am somewhat, I get excited about. And it's kind of, um, it might be part of the human experience, perhaps I'm not as unique as I like to think I am that forgetting and remembering and forgetting and remembering who we are. That would be the human and, experience. And how long we stay out, so to speak, out in the cold, bitter uncertainty of the humanness until we come back to the warm, fuzzy, cozy, loving truth of who we are. So, She's shaking her head back and forth like, oh, my goodness. You don't have that, that, that sense of... It's a very, very exciting thing for me when I feel that connection, and so what you, i'm just I'm shaking my head <laughs> and rolling my eyes, and I'm agreeing with you that um I mean we talk about the spiritual connection and spiritual guidance in that way that you know the spiritual maturity factor is how quickly you return to wholeness right because. Part of the human experience seems to be designed to move us away from that wholeness, that oneness, that sense of being completely filled up or a complete expression. Life being everything that life experience brings you is an expression of of God as spirit. So yeah, that the gap is shorter from separation to reconnection, separation to reconnection. And and it's funny, even as I say the word separation, it's like, well, I know I'm not ever literally really separated, right. but my human experience, right. my human mind tells me I'm separated. Right. Right. And how long does it take me to come back to that place where, you know, that's a bunch of hooey, I'm not separated, yeah. I know that. And all I have to do is take a deep breath in and be reminded, oh, yeah, it's just that easy. Right. So I do I do think when we say we're spiritual beings having a human experience, it is the nature of the human experience to show us contrast. To go out into the darkness. To show us contrast. <laughs> so we can come back to the light. It all seems very like a, movie to me sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, this seems very much... Leslie's Elaine, the movie. (laughs) The movie, the big screen, the big screen. And you know, the reunion concept, um, isn't there some spiritual... Isn't there some book or reunion? Isn't that some famous person that wrote... Yeah, you have a blank look on your face. You're the person that knows everything. If you don't know it, then it must not exist. There, it seems like there was some concept of you know kind of reuniting with ourselves with our inner spiritual being, and I think when I ask myself the question, "What would Spirit do?" Um, I am keeping that reunion or that reconnection kind of in the forefront. Yes, I, I heard one of my one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Oprah this uh week on one of her soul series talk about how she really has always in her life before she makes any kind of big or small decision taken it into prayer okay. to have some sort of communion with spirit before she says yes or no. And so it's almost like we can make that conscious state to be or conscious decision to be in a state of reunion all the time. And then does it not become reunion? Then does it lose the excitement? If I'm there all the time, it's like not as fun. Well, I was going to say for you, it might lose the <laughs> <me> excitement. <laughs> because you have this, uh, yes. you appear to have this <laughs> emotional attachment to reunion. <gasps> Yay! Yay. Get to see you again. Haven't seen you in a long time. So happy to see yes. you. Yes! Not so much for you, huh? Well, how to say yes to spirit effect reunion? Then, because see, that to me is the whole woo, and that I have the opportunity to to get excited about it. Perhaps if I could just speed it up so it was like thirty second intervals. I'd only stay in the darkness for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and so the image was that that generated for me. But you know how you have feeling, something that's filmed and then they play it in <laughs> super speed. Yeah. That's what that seems like. Cool. They call I'm, it? Separated. <laughs> oh, that's I'm separated. I'm separated. You. I'm separated. I'm with God now. I'm separated. I'm with God now. I mean, really. You don't think that'd be fun? <laughs> that seems. That sounds a little fun for me. Do you <laughs> like anything? roller coasters? Might keep me awake. Might keep me going. Do you like roller coasters? No, but I feel like I'm on one all the time. But no, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like them really. Okay, so say yes to spirit and reunions. Interestingly enough, so it's really easy for me to see this. How to say yes to spirit? Support my reunion with Namaste. My reunion with seeing the God presence in other people. My reunion with people oh, I know and in love. other people. And so, in that sense, um, my saying yes to spirit impacts how I view and how I feel about and how I behave when I am reuniting with people and to some degree with situations that recur or that come up in life, but especially with people, that I do that in a way that truly allows me to see them from a different perspective. So if it's family members that I am reuniting, not with the story I've made up about them, but that I'm truly reuniting with the God presence in them and not bringing forth the the story, especially the negative story, the thing they did 10 years ago or the thing they did that scared me or intimidated me when I was in high school. And now, you know, it's the 30-year high school reunion, and I recognize that person, and the first thought that goes through my head was, you know, the time they did whatever they did. Saying yes to spirit allows me to very gently release that and say, okay, I know the God in me sees the God in you. And it's 30 years. That was 30 years ago. And I didn't want that lunch anyway that you threw down the toilet. Oh, was oh, that just me? Have I any memory. Um, you know, the 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 word reunion gives us the idea that there was something in the past that was a union. That was a union to be able to reunion with it. So, there does seem to be sort of by definition a remembering. Yes. And that, that does absolutely play into the concept of spirit, of a remembering. And if I look at it as an individual, you know, you said something very interesting about the story we have about people. I had three women, I if you don't listen to the show much, I do some um, work at the Dallas County Women's Jail, and we do life skill classes, and we talk about kind of what their life has been like. And we had three women this week that, their whole process was reconnecting with family members that they had disconnected from years ago for various reasons: some abuse, some disease, you know, alcoholism, some just incarceration. They've been incarcerated. And there was this one woman who's 52. She hadn't seen her dad since she was 19 when she left home and kind of went into her disease of alcoholism, and. That disconnection from him had almost defined her. She had never reunited. And this week she got his address, she wrote a letter, and literally just when she mailed the letter, Mm -hmm. it was like she looks different, she looks lighter, she looks brighter. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this disconnection was literally causing a physical Hole on her and so but she's reuniting you know and then uh, you know just as her you know person who cares about her i'm like oh i hope he writes her back you know i know the benefit of just writing it is huge but wow wouldn't that be something if he allowed a healthy reconnection to what was because there was no horrible really things in their child in her childhood with him she just kind of disconnected because of her choices in her adult life so the reunion would be so powerful. But uh, it it is an interesting thing. There's got to be something that was there initially to reunite too. So I'm following that, and that's a great story and a great example, and reminds me of how many times by my own choices, I am, am, am not choosing against someone, mm-hmm. but I'm choosing for me what I want to do and who I want to be with and how that does, by its own nature, by its very nature, create some separation right. between people who no longer fit in that story mm-hmm. that I'm creating out of my own life. For who you are, right. um um, so, reunion and reuniting, when you were saying that, you know, kind of implies there was a union in the first place, it just reminds me of our conversation maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, about our relationships with strangers. Mm. So, that even though it w- wouldn't be a father daughter, we have we can be reunited with people who we interacted with on a fairly superficial level, but Mm -hmm. they had impact, or we made up a story about them. Mm -hmm. And then we get, you know, reconnected and for whatever reason. So it doesn't, at least what's going on in my mind that my mind wants to play with for, I'm trying to stay focused, Um, (laughs) but, but you you know, know, it wants to play with this idea of reuniting a reunion, even when we didn't have, like, a blood relationship or we didn't go to school for four years with that person or eight years with that person, who are some of the people who it would really qualify as a reunion. Even though I didn't have a deep personal, at the time that I first met them, I didn't have a deep personal connection with them. And it's, it, I guess, in some ways, that reunion idea, the reuniting with anybody, is really, like you said, it's a namaste moment. It's, you know, acknowledging the God within them and, you know, reconnecting to a deepening experience if if we so choose that. And it's almost like we could have the concept or we could live in a state of reunion where even the relationships that I have that I see every day, you know, I could, I could make a conscious choice to be more in gratitude for them and that would keep that kind of reunion spirit alive on a daily basis. And I, I just, um, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around too much in saying yes to spirit because the reunion to me, there doesn't seem to be any downside to it, so it doesn't seem like a choice. If I say yes to spirit, it's going to go well, because usually, I, if I, if I ask myself that question, I'm in sort of a conflicting kind of something, and I say, well, if I say yes to spirit, what would that look like? And then I can clearly see, oh, there you go. There's my path. I want to consciously choose. But this whole concept of reunion, I just don't see a downside to it. So saying yes to spirit seems like, oh, yeah, right, that's the only path. I don't see any, you know, horrible reunion or, you know, Uncle Fred threw up on me or something. You know, there's no negative context to any kind of r- concept of reunion. So saying yes to spirit seems inconsequential to ask that question because it just seems all good to me. Really? All good? Nothing at all good. All good. Ever. All good. Before. All good. I say yes, or <laughs> All good. This is a history-making show today. Reunion? How can that be bad? How can a reunion be bad? I mean, it, you know, even if you say, you know, I don't want to be around you anymore, it's still a positive thing. I don't see a bad reunion. Okay. No. It's not that I'm taking that on as a challenge, I'm not, because I actually agree with you, and at the same time, as soon as you said that, the image that went through my mind, the little video that played in my uh-huh. mind on YouTube was a reunion of me with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Not a real in, story, or is this a made-up story no, that might happen? A, this is a made-up story that ah. I hope never happens. <laughs> well, see, then you wouldn't do it if you don't want to have a reunion. You well, no, you so so not a lunch. reunion of the reigniting the relationship, but just a reunion. All right, if it's not exciting to you, you wouldn't even go through the process of going to lunch. No, I so I guess I am picturing um, a real time that that happened. Oh, and uh, it was unexpected. Ah, and it but it was a re. Well, it was a meeting. (laughs) It was a crossing of paths, like just unplanned. Unplanned. I see. That's different. That's not a reunion. reunion. Okay. No, reunion would be a conscious. Let's go to lunch. But now I'm really interested. Did you see him from across the room or something? Well, no. So if you listen to the to, to the show, if you've listened for a while, you know that I roller skate. I skate all the time. Oh my goodness, he roller skates. Oh yeah. Oh my. And, and the men roller skate. I've got to go. This roller skating thing <laughs> <laughs> you
1: there and in there?
0: fact, he is an amazing skater. Really? He's amazing in a lot of ways. I I really don't have any um, negative energy around my ex-husband, but he has a lot of negative energy ar- about and around me. And so, you know, it, it's not it, other than this, what the example that I'm sharing, it's most of the time, if I bring him up, I'm bringing him up as, you know, in a positive way, because so I really don't have. I'm not. I have not been holding on to the negative. But um, for roller skating, um, there's a whole circuit of parties all over the country. Oh, wow. In different cities where adult roller skaters, mostly African-American, from all over the country meet. Like Labor Day weekend is always in Atlanta, and the third weekend in April is always in St. Louis. you The second weekend in Chicago is always Chicago. Second weekend in July and so different cities have you know there have this pattern and people come from all over the country so i grew up in st louis and i decided to go to one of the parties in st oh, louis kidding and um so was the third weekend in that would or, be a reunion of roller uh, it is i and, love it and it that is in fact a lot of people Yes, that's a that totally track. for me people up. who go all the time. When I was going all the time, mm-hmm. you're right, I would go to Detroit the second weekend in October, and it felt like a reunion. much fun. Yeah. I wish so I, I went, go went to St. Louis, and I, so I combined going to, you know, the skating events with visiting family, and mm-hmm. it was perfect. I love it. And I go Saturday night and having a good time, and I look up, and I'm like, there's Fred. Yeah, us call calling Fred. That's a good name. Uh-huh. So there's Fred. Did yeah. you see him like skating? Like, did he see you at the same time? Did no, you have he a moment didn't. to run out of the door screaming hysterically? I mean, was there? I a... could have run out of the <laughs> door. I saw him first. I saw him and realized that's who it was, and that was interesting. And it's so, like, okay, very cool. So when I went out on and onto the floor and was actually skating, you know, I looked for him, and when I saw him. I touched his arm, and I, you know, because we're moving. And, and anyway, there's a lot of skating protocol. Oh, dear. And if I you get close to them. people, oh, dear. Yeah, you know, yeah, you have to go on the defensive. If somebody gets close to me, uh-huh. I have to be on the defensive because they could fall or they could whatever, ah. and I need to be aware. You I have understand. to really be aware of your surroundings. So I knew I was going to get in his. Face, uh-huh. But, you know, it's like kind of a warning so they don't react anybody. Uh-huh. And I spoke to him, and I said, oh, and it's so good to see you. But we were both skating, and I didn't engage in a conversation. I just All right. touched his arm, spoke, good to see you, and kept skating. Uh-huh. So what I didn't realize until much later was at first he didn't know, he didn't recognize me. So he really kind of didn't have a reaction. Your ex-husband didn't react. He didn't react. It. He it didn't make the connection, ah. you know, immediately. Uh huh. So he kind of didn't react, but again, we were both moving and uh-huh. we were both skating, and I wasn't trying to skate with him. Uh huh. I was just speaking. Yes. Yeah. So um, anyway, long long story short. Um, Something he said and something he did that that really upset him, and um, and some of the things that were said were really really mean, just mean things. And I thought, really, and he said, to- mm-hmm. I'm like really, and in my mind, and and this was not face to face, so this was after the fact, and I was like, wow. At that point, we have probably been divorced at least 15 years, mm, at least 15 years, maybe longer. I'm like, wow. You're still carrying Mm -hmm. that around. Right. And it was, for me, a really good example of, you know, a different topic about forgiveness, about forgiving others and about forgiving yourself. You know, when you don't do that, you're the one who's in pain. I mean, you're the one who's acting out. You're the one who's angry or upset or sad or, you know, doing whatever you're doing. And it's not hurting the other person. Yeah, that famous idea of unforgiveness is like me taking poison and expecting you, you to die. die. yeah. So that was a reunion in a sense of, but like I said, it wasn't planned. Like you said, it wasn't planned. So it really, maybe doesn't qualify as a reunion. Not in my mind. I'm not taking that right right, because it's it's negative. Picture picture image of my excitement. But it was interesting because I actually was happy to see him. Right. And was you know willing to be in a conversation about oh what's going on in your life now and wow, you know, just all tell me all the good stuff that has unfolded in the last, you know, however many years. And tell me about your parents and, you know, what's going on with the family. And, you know, I would have been really excited to hear all of that. Um, Him, not so much. Him, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he said that reunion. That whole concert of reunion just seems like it is, it is congruent to saying yes to spirit. It's one of those... It's like a sunset or sunrise. There's nothing nothing really you have to do with it except enjoy. But I would imagine that there's probably people that have horrible, you know, there's movies about horrible family reunions, terrible things that happen. And I guess when I look at it, you know, sort of, like if you had a camera on some of our family reunions. Yes. There were little things that happened. there were little kind of backbiting or, you know, unhealthy or, you know, yeah, family kind of thing. These things. two people are always talking negatively about these two people. Possibly, right, right. right. But to me, it just then seems that's just overshadowed. Part of the yeah, Come on, It just seems all part of the deal. You, got, you know, you got Uncle Fred and he's drunk all the time. But, you know, that's just Uncle Fred. And it's almost like this kind of unconditional loving kind of thing that goes along in right. my mind with family, even with all the dysfunction and all the whatever. And even though I have gone through periods of just absolutely hating my mother and some of the things going on there. You know, it's like this extreme emotion on the negative. There is always this undercurrent of unconditional love, even, even in the most darkest experiences externally. And so that sense of family reunion, regardless of what the bubbling on top looked like, I always had that feeling of, you know, this is home. This is. This is family. This is a reunion of souls. So see, when I don't have an opposite, I don't have much to say. <laughs> <laughs> I need a contrast. I need a contrast. So that you can then have a reunion. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I wonder if there's ways to... Yeah, I've always wondered about this, because I do have, even psychologically, I'll, I'll cycle through... Um, over the course of my life I've absolutely identified patterns where I'll cycle through kind of going in and out of mental health not to say that I go crazy completely (laughs) but I do go a bit outside of my mind at periods of time and then when I come back to my mind it's like such a feeling of joy and connection Yeah. and I've often pondered what Brought me back to my mind. I often think, is there something specifically that I did, and it, and it seems to be not definable exactly, other than you know consistently doing a spiritual practice or um, just kind of time itself and keeping you know keeping myself physically alive has always worked really well for me. <laughs> That's an important part of the process. But you or know, later this will turn uh, around. That's right, just giving it the time. But um, that concept of reuniting with spirit, making you know the conscious choice to not get disconnected, would be you know the opposite of reunion, would being you know never disconnecting. So there's no need to reunite because you're always united. There you go. I found the opposite. I feel much better. We can continue talking now. If we stay united, there would be no reason for a reunion. Yeah, that's true. So let's uh, spend a few minutes on this idea of can you ever be separated from God and do you need to have a reunion. It fits in, it's a question in the, um, in the summary for the show, but it also fits in with what you talked about earlier and the um, idea that The human experience itself, Mm -hmm. in some ways, creates a physical experience that looks like separation. And then when you remember that you cannot be separated from spirit, from God, then you come back. You close that gap and you feel reunited. And so what are some of the spiritual practices that help us do that? So obviously, you just mentioned you know having a daily spiritual practice, mm-hmm. having a regular reconnection mm-hmm. you know what what if I thought about my fifteen minutes of meditation this morning as a physical practice of reunion, mm-hmm. and sometimes we do talk about meditation as a reunion with spirit, mhm um. So meditation obviously can do that. Um, I went to a concert slash group meditation, but a concert last night with Cornell Kinder Connect and Kenny Coulter. And uh, Cornell Kinder Connect plays all kinds of Native flutes, Native American, Native oh, nice. Japanese, Native... Um, different indigenous cultures, Indian. He plays all these different flutes hmm. and and other instruments as well, but in this particular case, mostly flutes. And uh, and then Kenny Coulter is a percussionist and gong master. That is a term I made up. He didn't call himself that but he had drums and percussion Mm. instruments and, again, from indigenous cultures all around the world and um, a gong that he described as uh, being tuned to a frequency that is very much, um, you know, a very natural frequency. Mm. And so all of these sounds... Not so much sounds of nature, in when we think of birds and the wind, but sounds of our essential nature, sort of ancient uh, voice. Yeah, because and... all of these instruments are made from natural, uh-huh. you know, naturally growing ingredients, or wow. you know, mm-hmm. so flutes made from bamboo or flutes made from wood and The gong is metal, Mm -hmm. but the drums, you know, using skins and wood and naturally occurring, not manufactured, Mm. manufactured from natural substances. Um, And it was definitely, there were people afterwards who talked about feeling like their feeling experience was what it must have felt like when you were in the womb. Wow. No. Did they tape it by chance? Can people connect to that? I don't sound? know. No, in Cornell, he was probably recording, but I don't know if they'll release any of it. Um, and, you know, there were times when the drum beat. I could feel my heart beat. Oh, wow. Sink synchronizing with the beat of the drum or the drum beat synchronizing with my heart. I mean, you know, you don't yeah. know which one it right. was. Um, and that definitely, you know, I hadn't I didn't even think about it that way last night, but now having talked about reunions for the last fifty minutes, um, it's like, yeah, I felt reunited yeah. to my deepest Spiritual beingness. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to know anything. I didn't All have right. to recite a Bible scripture. I didn't have to read anything. I didn't have to do anything. And I felt totally reunited as a being, as a spiritual being. And see, there is, I think there's a lot to be said for music, how it can, yes, even. Even we know scientifically now how it goes into different parts of the brain and can get to a, a more authentic spot quicker than a verbal cue wow. many times. So yeah. that's a that's a cool spiritual practice that we had. How does um that guy spell his last name so I can Google him and maybe find his flute? Cause he has his flute. Well, Kinder-, Kinder Connect, you if don't even want name. to try. That's his last name. Wow. But um, just go to CornellK.com. CornellK. com. double K kcom CornellK.com. So that flute does do it for me. I'm not so much a drummer. There must have something bad happened to me in the past, lights and drums, because <laughs> I get very, and I, it doesn't resonate for me, but his flute, I've heard him, does. Yeah, and he often does concerts like that with Jody Roberts, who plays the Tibetan Mm. Who is the sound steward of the Tibetan Bowl and gongs. And they often, it's a really good match, but Jody wasn't available, and Kenny Coulter filled in, so it was different, or he did the concert last night with Kenny Coulter instead of Jody, and uh, Jody Roberts also with the Tibetan bowls. Is it's the same thing that that connecting us with this sound that's not music like listening to the top four? Yeah, it's very different. If you've not heard them, I really encourage you to look because yeah, it does take you healing, to a different place. Like this whole sound healing yeah. process, um, and I know both Cornell and Jody have CDs available on their website of their music. I used to put Jody Roberts heart sounds or heart songs or it's a CD that has heart (laughs) in the title. Um, I used to use that at night for probably about six months, and I would just put it on every night before I went to bed. Oh, nice. And it would just ease me into a really wonderful deep sleep. See, that would be contrary to the sleep I get when I go to sleep with Law & Order SUV. Uh, yeah, it would be, be a whole just a little bit whole different from that. Yeah, just a little bit. You know that, and that is a spiritual practice too. Perhaps how we end our day, what state of mind we, we go into, and how, how we end our day. Absolutely, and you know, making some statement of truth at the end, and waking up to some statement of truth before with our feet. Yeah, so I I agree with you, and I encourage our listeners to. Be really intentional about that. What yeah. if we thought of our going to sleep and our waking up, our going to sleep as a reunion oh, I like with that. our deepest self and, uh, and our first practices in the morning, reuniting in a conscious way. Oh, so I like that. Going to sleep is reuniting in a unconscious, subconscious, uh-huh. deeper consciousness and bringing that forward into our day. I like that. Cool. Well, that's about all the time we have for reunions and for this week's episode of Say Yes to Spirit. Uh, Any closing comments here, blessings? I think I'm going to try that whole in-the-day thing. Cool. Something different than Law & Order SUV. (laughs) I'll miss it, but it might be good for me. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Please join us. And until then, say Say yes yes to spirit. spirit. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.